Hey there, fabulous teacher. Have you been wondering how to make writing time in your classroom more effective for your students? Do you want your students to love writing time? If so, I think it's time for you and I to start transforming your writing instruction. I'm Melissa Morrison, and I have a passion for helping teachers to feel confident in teaching writing and help them grow successful writers. I've worked with numerous teachers to guide them through this transformation, and in this podcast, I bring you the practical strategies you need to make writing the best time of your day. Let's get going. Imagine if Kimberly did not have to focus on selling writing to her students, which is a quote from, from the episode that she sells her first job is to sell writing. Um, imagine if she didn't have to do that. Imagine if they already understood when they came to high school or college, and she is speaking at the college level at this point. Imagine if they already came knowing how meaningful it was, and they already came knowing that they could use it for a purpose and that they could be good at it or that they are good at it. Imagine how far she would be able to take those students. That's what we need. We need them to already be at that place. And actually we need them to be there way sooner than college, way sooner, um, way earlier, I should say. Um, so one of the other things that Kimberly Rotter said that I wanted to, um, just kind of speak about real quick was, um, she said that for students to see themselves as writers, the teacher must see themselves as a writer. And this isn't something I've spoken a whole lot about, um, maybe a little bit, but that, first of all, you show that you enjoy it or show that you're trying to enjoy it <laughs> is going to be helpful. Um, it's also just going to build that relationship because you're sharing things, first of all, and then also just that you're doing it too. You're in there doing it too. And regardless of the grade level, um, if you're going to need to model writing, then that could be some of the writing that you model for them. Now, if it's the lower grades, you actually being a writer yourself, your writing is not going to be a modeled piece for the students. You could pretend that it is and then write it more towards their level. But sharing your actual writing is great. It's like a mentor text, right? Um, so I, I agree. And, and I know it sounds, um, sometimes like just one more thing to do. Um, and some of us don't feel like writers, but my goodness, it is so powerful to then put yourself in your student's place. So powerful. So, oh, I would really, you know, I don't get a lot of responses, um, from all of you. And I understand we are super busy people. I really get it. I would love though to hear your thoughts on this episode, on the episode with Kimberly or any other episode. There is a um, way for you to do a message on the podcast. You can also email me at any time um, to share. I would love to hear it. Melissa at teachingtotransform.com. There are hyphens um, on both sides of the two. Um, and also if you are so inclined, when you do a review for the podcast, it just helps to get it out there to more people. And I would love more teachers to be able to hear so that they have help with their writing instruction as well. So if you um, are able to take a moment to put in a review, a good one, you know, um, I would love that. So thanks so much and happy writing. Well, hello there, teacher. How are you today? I hope everything is going well with you. Today, I want to talk about the bare bones of getting writing instruction started in your classroom. And at first, I thought I would have to do an episode for like primary grades and then do um, older grades, but I don't. 
I'm putting them right together with a couple of caveats to help you out. But this is what I say for the most part, even when I go in and I'm coaching in schools, um, the difference is I'm there to support and help a little bit more, but this is really what needs to happen before anything else can happen. These are the things we need to worry about, the bare bones to get you started. And maybe even the bare bones for the rest of the year, if this is as much as you're ready to do, because I promise you, um, you're going to learn so much from your students, even just with the things that I talk about today. So I have three main things. One, getting to know your writers. Two, encouraging community. And three, just have a few ideas for some teaching points. And we're going to talk about how to get them. Okay. So get to know them. It's kind of a part of the, the encouraged community, but I'm going to separate a little bit. These do not happen necessarily in order. They're happening together at the same time or the way that you need to work it out. So getting to know them, you know what? Let's start with encouraged community. That's not my new number one. Um, because you want your students, regardless of the grade level, to not only have, and we've talked about this before, but not only to have the safe environment and the community of a classroom, but also understanding what their writing community is going to be like for one another. They need to know um, what they can, how they can help each other, um, you know, how they can get help from others, how they can provide help, why we have a community, and um, what a community might even look like for other writers. And it's going to be a little different, obviously, for your classroom. They need to know how to share with each other and um, what their partnerships might look like sometimes. And feel comfortable with sharing their work. Now, there might be some students who never want to, and that's okay. But hopefully, it turns into a time where students get to share, which could be just something great for them because they're proud of it or they're just getting something out there. Um, but then to be able to get the encouraging feedback from each other and for students to really learn from each other, that's what's so helpful um, and important and wonderful about the community, um, of writing communities that you can learn from each other. And that includes you as the teacher. And that's what we're gonna kind of talk about with getting to know them. Um, but you should be a part of that community yourself as a writer. And it really doesn't have to be hard. It's just you having things that you've either written previously or that you write sometimes at home, but also write during class time um, when you're able to, especially before you can really get too far maybe into conferring or still trying to build up their independent time when they're in the younger grades, especially. But just see if you can find a way to show them that you're also willing to do the things that they are doing. Um, and so that's that's the community part, just making sure you have a safe place for them to learn from each other and to share with each other. Um, so then we get to the get to know them part. And this consists of a few things that we've talked about before, but I'm just going to go over them again because they are so important. And I just want to kind of review like what you can do right now to get writing started without having a ton of things to teach without knowing all the beautiful writing strategies, even for your sixth through eighth grade students. And I know there's a lot expected of them, but you have to start where you know where they are 
Um, and not only in their skills, but in their thinking about writing, in their feelings about writing, in their habits um, as a writer during your class time and otherwise, you need to know those things in order to be able to push them and to teach them. And so even if you're a teacher who does have ideas for things to teach in writing, you this is, this is necessary um, as well. So when we talk about getting to know them as writers, it starts with letting them write. And when I say let them write, I mean let them write on their own. Don't give them a prompt. Let them write. This kind of coincides as well with that baseline writing piece. So I would say um, definitely from third grade and up, you can give them, and I, I don't want to call it a prompt because I know I say don't just write from a prompt, but this is just a directions. The prompt is like a set of directions for the baseline writing you want them to do. Um, you can honestly start with any genre or sometimes in the lower grades, um, I've even said you can choose if you want, and, and you can do in the upper grades if you want, you can choose to write a narrative. In the lower grades, you might just say story or say story and narrative. Um, or teach us about something, they can choose either one and let them go. Okay. So at some point, very early on in the upper grades, you want to do that. Um, but it doesn't have to be the first day or second day. It just needs, should be pretty early on and probably in your launching unit. Um, in the lower grades in kindergarten, I just take one of their first writing pieces that you allow them to do on their own as a baseline. Um, maybe in first grade, if you think that would be um, better for them than to try to do a prompt or a directed baseline. Um, so that could be part of it, that baseline writing. So you have it to show growth and you have it to collect, you know, that kind of official piece um, to look at. But letting them write on their own so that you can start to just sit back and observe them. Now, they do have to build their stamina during this time. And so those are some of them, we'll get to this, but some of the first few lessons you might teach are going to be about that, about what independent writing time looks like, about how they can, you know, stay on task or, um, you know, what it looks like during that time and all of that. Those are some of the beginning launching things that you might need to teach, even for some of the upper grade students. And because I'm hoping that part of that is that they can, you know, sit somewhere else or they can speak to each other um, to get ideas from each other or to share something, but it's still, it needs to be writing in some way that's happening during that time. But those are the kind of lessons that might come up. But when you just let your students write and you don't tell them what to write, you start to see their habits. You start to see what they're able to do as a writer. And you use the things that they write as a tool to teach them. Um, and I say that because I don't want you to take their writing and say, oh, this, this, and this and wrong is wrong and then or not done correctly or what have you and then tell them to fix it. It's your time to see okay, I look at it, I see this is lacking or I see this is really strong, great, I'm going to use that information to help them as we move on. Um, and so, okay, so can, I don't want to jump around too much, can, continuing with getting to know them. What you can also do, and it's so important when you're letting them write on their own, and yes, you, you know, if you have students who are really not writing, A, you learn, okay, we need to work on this, like why aren't they writing? Um, and that might be something you have to start helping with more quickly, but I would give it some time and let them know the expectation is that right now we're writing. Um, and as you teach little lessons here and there about how to be a writer during this time, hopefully it would improve. Um, but don't get too, too hung up on it as long as they're not running around the room going crazy. Um, okay, so you want to talk to your student 
And I want you to think of it like this, an inquisitive child. I want you to be an inquisitive child. You know how sometimes students or, or your own children just keep asking questions <laughs> and they drive you crazy? I want you to be them talking to your student. Now, I don't want you to do it in an annoying way. I want you to do it in an inquisitive way because you are going to learn so much about them. So for example, you have a sixth grade writer. And oh my goodness, I just said that. And I just sent my son to sixth grade today. First day in sixth grade. He actually texted me during tech time where they're allowed to have their phone. He said, it's going good. <laughs> um, so you are in sixth grade. You have sixth grade writers and you want to get to know them. And they have a chance to write on their own. And you have a writer who's writing. And um, you go to him and say, hey, how's it going? And they say, good. <laughs> and you say, okay, what's going good? And they'll say, well, I'm writing. And you say, oh, okay. How did you decide what to write about? Or, oh, what are you writing right now? Or, oh, how did you, um, I already said, how did you decide what to write about? But you're, you might even ask, how does it feel to be writing right now? Um, what do you like about writing? What do you not like about writing? So anything you can think of, because you ask these questions, you hear their answers, and sometimes their answers are going to lead to another question, but you are starting to get to know your, your writer, what they like, what they don't like. If they like writing, they don't like writing. If they had a, um, an easy time coming up with their topic, um, if they're struggling to move on. So let's say they've been writing for 15 minutes and then they're slowing down. Oh, what's the problem? What do you think you might do next? Um, and you just keep asking and you will start to notice who has this kind of issue, who has this kind of issue, who's really strong in this, um, who breaks down after 10 minutes or stops after 10 minutes. All of these things are going to start to come out and that's where you learn and figure out what you need to teach them. Because it's not just about the skill, even in sixth grade. It's not just about the skill. It's about the habits. Um, you have students who, who don't have the stamina. you got to figure out what you can do to help them with the stamina. And it might come all the way back to the idea itself. They might need to learn that they've chosen a topic and they're having trouble coming up with something and they need to ditch it and start another one. That's a teaching point. So do you see how teaching points come up from finding out what's going on with your students? And even some of the most basic things are the things that you need to teach them. So please don't feel as though you don't know what to do because you're not a skilled writer or you've never taught sixth or seventh grade writing because there are things that your students need help with. Um, and as we've said before, one of the most important things is enjoying it and knowing that they can do it. And so that's even teaching points that you can have for sure. So again, you talk to them, you figure out things that you want to teach them. But also teaching points come from the things that you know you need to have happen during writing time. So whether it's this is what it looks like, you know, especially for the, your younger grades, but even the older grades, it looks like and sounds like this. It sounds like students talking about writing. It looks like students getting tools or sitting down or laying down and writing with their partner um, or writing on their own. Um, these are all the things that happen during independent writing time. They are all teaching points. 
It might also be just getting them that idea that they are a writer. I have a lesson that says we are writers and I probably didn't make it up, um, but we are writers. We can do it. This is what we might write. This is why we might write. We are writers. Also, just that writers are different, that everybody writes in a different way. People think of different things to write. People choose different things to write. Um, writers are different. That is a teaching point. And then things like writers make a plan. You might notice even in your eighth grade that they don't have a plan or they don't take any notes ahead of time. They don't brainstorm. They just start writing. And then you teach them a few different ways to plan. You ask students ways that they plan and use them for um, things to teach for your, for your students because they don't all plan in the same way. Um, and they might not even all go through the, the writing process in the same way. And so the, I feel like the only difference between the grade levels is those little teaching points that you might come up with or that you might know you want to show them or teach to them in order to, um, one, have your class writing time go the way you want, the way you're thinking, and two, just to help them get started um, for sure and to build that confidence for them as writers. Another way I feel you can find teaching points is by using mentor text. It could be student samples that you have um, kept from pre previous years, even if you haven't done, you know, a writer's workshop. It could be from, um, I had mentioned before the book, The Writing Pathways, and it has student examples in there. That is something that you could use. But even just books, uh, articles, anything that we have talked about before, anything out there that is a mentor text can be used to get some ideas, especially if you are starting into a genre unit. Um, you can look at them, look at these books, especially the ones that are about your class reading level and say, what's going on in these books that they might want to know or do. And that can also really give you some ideas for what you might want to teach. Um, so look through it as a writer, you know, look through the book as a writer and actually do that with your students um, after you've done it as well. Um, ask them to look through books and see what they notice that the writers do. And you might do it as a lesson first, but then do it with a read aloud or a mentor text and go through and, and do some inquiry with your students. Um, that can be done over and over again and would be super helpful and informative for your students. Okay, so what did we talk about today as the bare bones of getting your writing instruction started? In no certain order, get to know them. And we do that by allowing them to write on their own and talking to them like an inquisitive child. We encourage community. We include ourselves as writers in that community and we let them share and learn how to learn from each other and make sure we have a supportive, respectful environment. And we have some ideas for our teaching points. Where do we get them? We get them from letting our students write and talking to them and looking at their work as a tool to help us and looking at mentor texts, any type of mentor text that you might want to use at this time to, you know, model writing for them and use them yourself to look through and see what they, what you see that writers are doing to find teaching points or have your students do it themselves. Now, I feel like that was a lot, but um, I wanted to just kind of tell you the things that I thought were most important. Um, I hope the example I gave about asking questions was was enough, 
but perhaps I will go into greater depth of each of them on, on subsequent episodes. I would love your feedback though. If you could take a minute to give a comment or find me, um, on LinkedIn or email me and let me know, um, you know, I really would love to hear more information about ABRC. It would, I would love that. I just want to be able to help you all as much as possible. So please do not hesitate. Do not be worried. Do not fear, um, reaching out or making a comment when you have a quick moment. Um, I really hope this was helpful. I also hope you have a fabulous year with your writers. Hello again, writing teacher. I am so glad that you are listening. And if you do enjoy the podcast, if you wouldn't mind taking a moment, wherever it is that you do listen, to go ahead and do a review and let people know what's so great about it. I would love for more teachers to be able to get some learning about writing from this podcast. And if you're interested in any further information, you can find me in a couple of places. One is YouTube, Melissa Morrison. I have a lot of videos there for you to, to help you with writing instruction. And then also on Facebook, I have a Facebook page, Teaching to Transform LLC, and a Facebook group where you can learn more from me and chat with other teachers. It is called Transform Writing K-8, through and I would love to see you there. Have a great day.